Can you hear that noise? Solid. Very solid, isn't it? Seems almost metallic with something inside it. It's not hollow. It's definitely not hollow. It's full of a certain thing, a certain food that Richie and I had previously not really known anything about. But in this show you're about to hear, we're not just going to find out more about this food that I would say was probably at its peak during between the war years. <laughs> uh, but we're going to actually eat some on this show. It'll have you salivating. Keep listening. Can't wait. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So we've got a guest later on today. Uh, Paddy McGuinness is going to be on the show after six o'clock tonight. Uh, this is ahead of Top Gear returning to our screens uh, on Sunday nights on BBC One this time round. Uh, and so ahead of Paddy being on the show, we thought there'd uh, be a little bit of a, a car feel uh, to the final hour of the No Repeat Guarantee, the first hour of this here Hometime show, we thought we would ask how your day was. If your day was a car, what car would it be and why? Let me give you an example. Uh If you were to say to me, how's your day, Richie? How's your day been, Richie? Well, if it were a car bush, my day would have been an old Austin Maxi. Tough to get going and been slow ever since. Sounds like um, one of the answers on Blind Date, doesn't it? That's the style <laughs> of it. a little bit of that, actually. I like that, I like that. I mean, I don't know a lot about cars, but I, I, th- I like the idea of kind of trying to explain your day through the, the language of cars. I'll ask you the question. Go on, then. Hey, Bush, how's your day been? I think my day has been like an old... Uh, you remember the old Ford Fiestas? I do, yeah. Uh, we had one of them when I was a kid, and uh, it had an economy meter on it. Right. So if you over-revved, it, like a red light came on. <laughs> and I feel like today I'm just about doing enough to keep us <laughs> in the amber. Just enough. That's I it. I like it. Thank I you like very much. It. So, look, we genuinely want to know, if your day was a car, what car is it and why? Get in touch with us. You can text us, 8 12 15. Uh, For example, uh, John says, it'd be an Austin Allegro. Uh, dropping the kids off at the pool this morning I broke the toilet seat oh my word <laughs> my granddad used to have a, an Allegro it was one of those ones who, uh, which had like leather seats so if you left it in like he lived in Western Supermare yep. baking in the sunshine you'd get in after you'd been to, down to the beach and then the back of your skin would come off your legs <laughs> uh, Nikki in Eastbourne says my day would be a limousine it's going on and on and on it's far too long you get the idea of how this works some real niche ones coming in I love this John says currently on a Zoom training session and the host is from Colorado so I'm going to go with Mork and Min Indy's Jeep. Right. Do you remember that there's one for the kids? Very much so. And Ian's got a very specific one. My work day would be like Nigel Mansell's Williams F1 car from the 1991 season. Plenty of promise and good aspirations, but keeps breaking down in full flow, <laughs> and every now and again the wheels fall off. <laughs> wow. Uh, Carmen says, my day has been like a Hillman imp. Another one for the kids. Yeah. Not enough, vavavoom, and choke is still fully out. Uh, Roxy says, my day has been like an old 80s diesel. I'm waiting for the orange glow plug light to come on. I still can't get going. I'm still waiting. They should bring back chokes on cars. Love them. We've talked about this before on the show. Bring them back, for crying out loud. Uh, it could be uh, a campaign that doesn't get off the floor, that one. <laughs> uh, Fleur, how's your day been? What car is it? Uh, uh, we'd be a VW split-screen camper. <laughs> right. Okay. okay. And why is that? Tell us why. Because we're just coming back from Cornwall. Uh, we've been down there for a week, and we just decided to come back and stop at Glastonbury on the way up the M5. Because oh. I'd, nev- I'd never been to Glastonbury before. And um, I was interested to see what it looked like. And so that's why we'd be a bit of a, a hippie VW camper. What, what did you think of Glastonbury? I, we used to go to Glastonbury for day trips loads of times when I was a kid. There's a lot of those um, shops where you can buy, like, dream catchers and uh, all-round print wolf T-shirts and stuff, isn't there? Yeah, it, it, was, it, 
was all a bit jingly jangly for my like. <laughs> <laughs> any could you buy yourself any crystals, any healing crystals, anything no, like that? No. No, we had lunch and then we got out of there. Really. <laughs> <laughs> what a great review there for Glastonbury. Shop, <laughs> damning in diamond. There was a shop called Natural Earthlings, which sounds <laughs> to me like. It's something to do with people not washing. I just didn't like the idea of that. And then there was was another shop that sold clothes for the conscious woman who was awakening or something. So I I honestly, it just didn't make any sense to me. Wow. So where where do you live? Where are you from if Glastonbury seems so ridiculously hippie? in Telford in Shropshire. So. <laughs> Much more straight down the line in Telford. you know where yeah, you're at? Well, no, it's near Shrewsbury. I mean, Shrewsbury has its sort of jingly-jangly bits, I suppose. It, it, I, I suppose it does happen to... happens all over the country. It just seems to be quite <laughs> Glastonbury's <laughs> really <laughs> affected you, Flair, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was I won't be going back. I know that much. All right, all right. Probably have the tourist board on soon. (laughs) Cheers, Fleur. Um, Here's some more answers. Uh, Carl and Sarah, bit mixed. Our day's been like a classic Alfa Romeo, they say. Is that a nice car? Are they nice cars? They say full of Italian promise, but uh, it's broken down when you least expect it. Uh, They're on their drive down to Brecon Beacons. Uh, Jay says his day has been like an old Escort convertible. It's got a leaky roof. Got wet through whilst delivering parcels in not so sunny scunny. Uh, Daisy says mine will be a Sierra Cosworth. Feeling old but still pretty fast and putting the crowns. I like that. Good on you. Uh, Tom here from Wells, Somerset. Let's try and get the whole Somerset thing back on site. I feel like we, we had a bit of issue with Glastonbury <laughs> earlier on. Uh, my day has been like a DeLorean, running out of time, loving your work. We've got James on the line right now. James, if your day was a car, what car would it be? Oh, the car's been an old, Robin, an old wobbly Robin Reliant. <laughs> Why? I've been up a very high in a cherry picker, quite strong winds, so wobbling around in a cherry picker all day. Oh, no. What have you been doing up there in that thing? I was um, repairing cladding, spraying, um, fixing buildings, architectural repair specialist. You know, you know, like sometimes um, you, you, you freak out when, you, when you're up high. You can be fine. Richie will definitely get with this. And then suddenly you have like, you, they call it like you get the willies. You go like, oh my God. <laughs> or same with like if you're yeah. in, a, in, a, in like a reptile enclosure in the zoo. You're fine. And then suddenly you go, oh. Or if you have too many yeah, eggs, if you eat eggs on toast too often, you go like, oh, I can't sit. Don't want to be anywhere near them. Do you get that with your job where you suddenly just get freaked out by the heights? Oh, yeah, the minute that wing goes, that cherry picker on top, it wobbles slightly, and you'll see me grip hold of the sides very quickly. As an aside, because you lightened your day to a Robin Reliant, has anyone actually ever been in a Robin Reliant? They look great fun. They do like good fun. They look like they could be rolled down a hill very well. (laughs) Is it you in the front and then two people behind you, like a a pyramid, or is it just you on your own in the Robin Reliant? I think you can get two in the front. Really? But I don't think there's a back. Wow. Any intel on this Robin Reliant, James? No, I've never been in one myself. I just know they're very wobbly. <laughs> and you can roll it down a hill. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Do you ever look at something that people are doing and just get confused and think, well, how, how is everyone else like doing this? And I, I, I wasn't involved and I didn't hear anything. It, it happens to me a fair old bit, right? For example, what is with all these people cycling around on bikes with massive tyres? <laughs> Have you seen this? Yes. It's like a normal mountain bike, but someone's got 
massive tyres on it to the point where they look like they've taken them off like a toy truck and stuck them on their bike. Couple of lads uh, down our close have got it as they're, you know, wheeling around. Is it the choice of the scallywag? <laughs> the modern scallywag? I'm not going to label these to a scallywag, a scallywags because they're good lads, but I think you're... you're yeah, your average lad out on a little bike at the moment does have thick tyres. Thick tyres going. Yeah. You normally see them doing it, and, and then occasionally you get some some fella who's 40-odd. You know when, <laughs> when blokes buy bikes that they're trying to sneak away from their partners so they don't realise how much they're spending on them? And you can see them heading off on a cycle trail. Again, with massive tyres. What's the point of massive tyres? They make you bounce over different little hills and stuff like that? Could I don't get it. Got to slow you down, surely? Surely. Well, when, I, when, I, when I've seen these things cycling around, I've always thought to myself, I must have missed the email <laughs> to use that particular phrase, and we thought this might be a nice little thing to do just for the next half an hour 40 minutes on the show what have you missed the email on what thing about modern life baffles you so much you think you must have missed an email mine is a bit of a fashion one actually go on i think i've missed the email on why it appears gentlemen on television at the moment particularly your football pundit or your sporting pundit your patrice evra your patrice evra when you see uh, a wide shot of them stood there chatting away with their microphone pontificating about the sport if you have a look at the shoes, they're all wearing at the moment what look like black trainers, but they've got a white sole. Black right. trainers, but a white sole. What, smart at the top, a casual at the bottom? They all seem to be wearing it. And I must admit, I look at the telly sometimes and I think, have I missed the email on this? <laughs> For me, it's escalated a little bit because I did actually buy a pair online yesterday. Oh, wow, so you went from... <laughs> can't understand why they're doing it to instantly then buying it online. Mine was actually quite a paranoia. I'm thinking, looks like everyone's doing this. I might have to try and find myself a pair. Well, Steve, if you want to give in the details on what these bikes are, we'll be buying them before the end of the show. But that's a good point. It's uh, You must have missed some circular email that's gone yeah, round about it. Fill me in. A couple of bits of intel here. Paul in Aberystwyth says, wide tyres are on fat bikes, generally used for sand and snow. Who wants to cycle on snow? Why would you even want to do that? I'm afraid if it's slippy, I want more than two wheels, my friend. Exactly. Maybe some form of a quad. And then Elliot says, Hi lads, the chunky wheels you're seeing are on, uh, they're currently fitted to wheelie bikes. Uh, and the wider diameter assists with the stabilising when doing a wheelie. One of those modern... Was wheelie such a big thing when you were a kid? No. It's all It's all about... I must have missed the email on wheelies as well. Uh, Richie was mentioning some shoes a bit earlier on. He's become a bit obsessed with. We've got Dan on the line. He's got a bit of a question about... Is it about the shoes, Dan? Uh, it's your comment about the shoes, the commentator's shoes. It's been bugging me for months now. <laughs> so you've noticed these things that Richie's noticed as well, where football commentators have black shoes with white socks. Yeah, they've got a little white, little white line around the bottom edge. I thought it was a BBC memo. Little commentators had to wear them. <laughs> I've also noticed it's shining on the sky in other places. Yeah, it's it's across all. It's it's your BBC, it's your Sky Sports, it's your BT Sports. They're all wearing them. These 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 sports commentators, and also it's across the ages. You'll find your Jamie Redknapps are wearing them. Yeah. But believe it or not, your Graham Souness is also oh, wearing them. Souness has got these fancy shoes on as well. I cannot believe it. I, I know. I was going to say, Sunes has got a pair as well. Thought I'll have to be your granddad. So look, Dan. Here's the thing, right? I'm not exactly a dedicated follower of fashion. So <laughs> stupidly, I went into Google and I typed in football pundit shoes, and it it came back with at the very least about five different types of shoes that you can buy for varying prices. How oh, really? Some of them, £345. Whoa, there's a difference in wages yeah. going on right there. That is not the ones that I bought. <laughs> I, won't, I won't be going with those ones. I'll be going with your, your next or your, or your grand ones. Stick it in there, Dan, you'll find it. 
<laughs> I did. I googled Jamie Redknapp, but that, that didn't throw anything up. Apart from that, the photographs of him looking quite attractive, but that didn't really work. So. He's a handsome man. He is a handsome man. You, um, you just be careful with your browser history, all right, fellow? We'll leave you to it. <laughs> Don't clear it right now. Yeah, good lads. Incognito mode. That's the way forwards. Absolute Radio, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. We know you're all here for the spam. A couple of days ago on this show, we asked you, what have you never... This is because we found out that one of my mates had never had what's this. Never Couldn't believe it. But it turned out that one of you, and turned out neither of us, mm-hmm. had ever eaten or tried Spam in our lives. And we had a lot of messages from people saying, oh, you'll love Spam, you've got to try it, it's absolutely brilliant, it's a delicacy. Well, this is a show that likes to follow through on its actions and... Tonight is the night. Following through is definitely the phrase. <laughs> a tin of spam in my hand. In about five minutes' time, we are both going to try spam for the first time. Ahead of that, do you want to have a little sniff of my spam, yeah? Let's have a little listen. I'll open this up. Hang on. Listen, the noise of it of opening, because I'm a big fan of corned beef. Uh, it hasn't gone for the key system. It's got a ring pull. Well, let's try. A little bit of silence. Oh, Good yeah. Good noise. <laughs> Smelling good? <laughs> what percentage uh, dog foods kind of vibe you got going on there? Hundred oh, percent. Right. How do you, how how are you supposed to eat spam? Anyone got any cooking or serving suggestions? If you've had it before, this this is live radio. We want to hear from you right now because we're going to eat this very very soon. Oh, it smells salty. It smells a bit salty. Uh, Dino's tweeted to say, "Try getting it out of the tin, lads." And it's funny you should say that. We've just had a right old rigmarole in the uh, last couple of songs. Just trying to get it out of the tin is unbelievable, isn't it? I've owned a dog. It wasn't that difficult getting dog food out. It's mad, wasn't it? You had to make a couple of incisions. You yeah. ended up creating a very creepy thing that we've called the Spam Monster. <laughs> if you follow us on Twitter, have a look. Richie's Spam Monster. Spam Monster will keep you awake at night. Oh, dear. Uh, um, a couple of serving suggestions here. Spam has got to be in a sandwich with salad cream, says Matt. Paul and Sheffield says the only way to eat Spam is on a fried egg and fried Spam sandwich, preferably with HP sauce. That sounds good. Mark in heart says loads of folk will say batter it and make fritters, but go one step further and add chilli flakes and a splash of lager for the full-on spicy Spam special. Ooh. The problem is we're in the times of the COVID uh, and yeah. as a result of that all we have as a means is a wooden cutlery and a microwave so it's end of days this it's, the, it's like the was it Cormac uh, McCarthy's The Road <laughs> a little bit it's quite end of days so on the side of the tin of Spam and bearing in mind neither of us have ever tried it so we're very much beginners on this yep. it does say uh, delicious cold Right. Or delicious, microwaved, or fried, or all sorts. So the only options that we have available to us is microwaved or cold. What are you feel in terms of your gut feeling? Are you thinking cold might be better, or are you thinking microwave might Having be better? Having been close to it whilst I opened it, I'm thinking any- <laughs> anything. <laughs> anything heated up, I think, is going to be a better option. So I put it to you: the fairest system. <laughs> oh, this is going to be so bad. No, I promise you, this is all above board. All right. Got a coin here. Go on. Okay. So I'm going to offer you a coin toss. And if you win, you can choose whether you have it hot or cold. I've got two plates ready, one ready to eat with a knife and fork and one ready to head to the microwave in about five minutes' time. I always go tails, so if I I get tails and I choose, yeah? Ready? Yeah, yeah. Here we go. (laughs) Is it heads? It is heads. That's not fair. (laughs) No, it's exciting for you because I'm going to let you go first with the cold one. Cold, Okay. (laughs) Can I just say it's a lot pastier looking than I thought it would be? Am I in this now? Is this what's happening? Yes, you are. And then I'm going to heat this up to the next song. 
Oh, this is giving me the ick. It smells too much like dog food. Good luck. Oh, my God. It's okay. I love corned beef. It's kind of like corned beef. If corned beef is morph, that's Chaz. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That is cousin. Oh, dear. Mark's out of ten. I'm going to give it a seven, a strong seven. I reckon it's going to be nice when it's heated up. I know, I can't wait. Find out next. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Thursday evening on Absolute Radio, you've joined us in the middle of a spam experiment. Mine's tasting all right. I've added to it uh, some heated up carrot and swede mash, and it's really nice. Mine, I'm getting into this. Okay. Although I have an undercurrent of feeling that um, you might use it to fish. I feel like someone might use this for fishing. If Yours is heated up, though. Yeah, if you've just got in the car and you're waiting for Paddy McGuinness, um, he's, he's on the way after six. Please do stick with Please us. stick with us. It gets better from here on in. Look, we've never eaten Spam, OK? Never we've eaten it before. found out that it was something that we shared earlier this week, so um, uh, we've done a toss for it, and Bush has had his cold. You've put yours in the microwave for a minute, which I thought was... Um, a little bit too much, a bit too strong. I have to confess that uh, after you left the kitchenette during that last song, I pulled it out after 40 seconds. OK, that's that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's the way to go, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so... Uh, Unbelievable. Let's go. He's cutting it up now. How's the consistency? Mm, I don't know. I'm, find out. I'm a bit nervous, actually. I'm nervous for you. <laughs> oh, listen to that noise. Listen to that noise. Oh, it's lovely and salty. Is it? It gets. I think it gets saltier the more you warm it up. I've swallowed. <laughs> <laughs> I, Stop I it. feel that this is a good point before Paddy McGuinness decides he's not going to do the interview anymore. It's an eight for me. <laughs> there you go. Watch this space. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hometime on a Thursday night with Bush and Richie, and it's an honour to welcome to the show one of the hosts of BBC's Top Gear, which is back on Sunday night. He's got a bit of food on the go in the background, which we're going to find out more about in a bit. It's an honour to welcome Paddy McGuinness. How are you doing? Hello there. How are you, gentlemen? We're good. You're we're eating, good. so you're better than us. Oh... Um, it's when one end day. I don't know if you lads have got kids, but you yes. sort you sort of you, you just get what you can, don't you? As the day goes on, basically. <laughs> when people talk about, oh, what am I going to have for my breakfast or my dinner or whatever? There is no breakfast, dinners, and teas or anything. I just eat as I go. I'm but... very hand to mouth. I do a lot of eating stood up at work services. And and we're on this Zoom chat now, and I'm, it's a bit awkward because I'm wedged up against the an headboard in the back bedroom because my cable's only this long. Heard that rumour. Eight matron. From what it's not that kind of show. And uh, <laughs> so I'm having to sort of do this while I'm talking to you. And I bleached my hair, but it's, it's getting that, it looks a bit of a purple tone now in this light. It's not, it's, um, it's not a good look. Gazerate Ranger's going on a bit there. <laughs> <with that>. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, you've given us a bit of an idea of what your day's been like, but we were we yeah. were speaking to people on the show earlier on. We were asking them, knowing that you were coming on Top Gear this Sunday, uh, if your day so far had been a car, what car is it and why? Well, my, I'd have been a Honda Jazz today. 
And a jazz. Uh, slow, <laughs> but effective. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with the new series starting on Sunday, do you, get, do you get nervous? I mean, it's a shown that there's kind of known for, there's an element of danger and jeopardy in, in Top Gear and its injuries and stuff like that as well. Uh, were your family and friends a little bit worried when you signed up to do it, that you, you could end up, you know, getting an injury, coming a cropper? We tend to not tell our retrospective of our arts what we're doing. Because if, if you tell them, like for instance, this year we did the Wall of Death, the clue's in the name, really. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so if you say, oh, what, what are you doing today? I'm doing the wall of death. It doesn't go down well. So, And I think if they, if they get worried, they put a seed of doubt in your mind and it can throw you a bit when you're doing the challenge. So they see what we're doing when it's when it's actually on the telly. You don't actually just drop in later on in the evening when you're having your tea. Yeah, the wall of death was all right. And you're ever like, what? No, no. Do you know what? Again, it might be just because I've done it for so long, but I kind of don't speak about work at all when I'm at home with my mates or anything. You know, and and half the time they're ringing me, why didn't you tell us you were doing this or doing that? And it's just, to me, I enjoy it and it's a job, but when I'm out of it, I'm out of it. Would you have described yourself as a thrill seeker? Because there's got to be an inherent part of that in your personality to, to take on a show like Top Gear, surely. Um, no, I wouldn't say I'm a thrill seeker, but I think because of the camaraderie between the three of us and because there's a, there's a lot of sort of, um, you know, you want to win out of the three. Uh, so we yeah. push each other a little bit. So when the wall of death came along and we were stood there on the day looking at it, actually in the wall of death and see how high it was, I could tell we were all, the pippins were going a little bit. Um... <laughs> uh, but no one had back out. So we just had to do it, and that was that. Well, the Wall of Death episode looks truly terrifying. Let's stick a song on Paddy. We'll chat more Top Gear next. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Now, Paddy, I've got a question for you. There's a woman on our street that's got eyelashes on the headlights of her car. <laughs> well, you know one of them? I mean, obviously, it's brilliant to see everyone, Paddy, but is it, it's is one it of them. Is it a beetle? Is it a beetle? It is. What is it with beetle? And a little flower. They've got a flower on the dashboard, yeah. eyelashes yeah, on flipping headlights. Is there anything that people do to modify their cars that you, are, you think is bang out of order? I mean, I used to remember back in the day when people used to put the spinners on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on the wheels, and that used to drive me mad. But I, I remember sometimes when you when you're slagging things off like that, I was uh, I, I used to love the Happy Mondays when I was younger. I found yes. myself in this in a bar one night, strangely enough, with Sean Ryder and Bez, and they were on about cars and what have you. This is donkeys years ago, and I went, "What about them spinners?" I went, "What kind of a clone has them?" Bez went, "Hey, I've got them on mine, and just I can't believe it. You could just mention." He, it was a beetle. My, what is going on with beetle drugs? He had spinners <laughs> on a beetle. I don't know if he had the eyelashes on there. Or, or again, after a night out with them two, I might have just totally made all that up and not realised. I don't. I, I can't quite remember the, the exact details, but it was along them lines. Richie and I have done a few trips around in cars and stuff. Like we've done a few tours with the show, and we, we, we've fallen out a couple of times about what are the uh, the division of labour between the driver and the passenger. We thought we'd get your clarification on this. Obviously, being a host of Top Gear, you are uh, <laughs> yeah. t- top brass when it comes to things. The passenger in a car, Paddy. What what are their responsibilities? I would say is the music, the air conditioning, and the, their near side window. 
I think the near side window is a given. That's definite. Music, that can be a tricky one. <laughs> because sometimes if I'm in the car and my wife's in the passenger seat and I have whatever station I have on. And Absolute then, radio. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what she tends to do is press the wrong seat button. Right. And it goes the other way. Then all your channels are all over the show. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit 50-50 on the old radio. I, I think the driver should be in charge of that. For me, it was pretty rudimentary. It was just snacks. I think the passengers, the passenger is snacks. That's a good Buffet. shout. Yeah, that's a good shout. Giving it open them. Uh, obviously in a safe way while you're driving. Obviously, yeah. Yes, yeah. Listen, Paddy, stay right there because we saw something on your Twitter page that we've got to talk about and we will next. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So did you learn anything during lockdown, Paddy? I was looking for your Twitter feed earlier on and you seem to have had what I would describe as a Lou Roll revelation. Tell us what happened. This this is, again, like, much like the shows uh, what we just regarded with Top Gear uh, where we were outside and we would have never been outside if it weren't for the, the pandemic. I was always an Andrex man. All my life, Andrex. Well, I say all my life when I started doing well for myself. Someone's yeah, doing uh, all right. Andrex is top top end. Oh, stuff, I, I, it? I used to remember going in people's houses when I was a kid who who, who had a few quid and going, "Look at this stuff! Oh, <laughs> look at that! I can't believe, can't believe they waste this on the backside." <laughs> so I stay. I got Andrex, and I were into them for for donkey's years, and then obviously lockdown happened all the tools went out buying all toilet roll which which amazed me at the time because i used to go out in the supermarket and i couldn't believe the shelves were full of food no toilet rolls now somewhere in life we've got it wrong There's something going on there isn't there <laughs> with the best will in the world you can't eat toilet roll um and you can't wipe your bum with a lasagna sheet oh, no, to be but, right. oh yes we have so I was I couldn't get hold of a toilet roll, and then I would just happen to pop, call in this little corner shop, and they had a they had a pack of Cashel, oh. and I was like, "Go on then, I'll slum it." <laughs> and by God, how wrong was I? Because this stuff is premium, lads. <laughs> is, it, is this is Cashel the one they've got like a panda or a koala? It's, it's, it's a koala. It's koala as, that, I say, yeah. as I say on my Twitter, I had an anal awakening. <laughs> it was heaven. <laughs> the marketing person at Cashel right now is is dancing up and down, thinking, "There's our new slogan." Hey, hey, the sixth emergency service. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm all over that now. And now I'm a Cashel man. What do you lads use? I'm uh, triple quilted, but uh, whatever oh, whatever like brand it is. But I I, I yeah. like an extra ply. You, it's, uh, yeah. you, you're safe as hoses with a triple quilt, you know the finger's not going to appear. <laughs> we're we're not, interrailing, not interrailing around India. No, don't need to be getting involved no, in any of that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, well, you know, having said that, I do take my toilets very seriously. And I, again, being a, a dad, I like to go in there and lock the doors and, and in between having a little cry, yeah. you, know, I'll, you know, I'll have a read of a paper or whatever. But when I, when I first got the Top Gear gig, the one thing I didn't realise, because again with telly, you think, oh yeah, they're, they're acting up to that. And, and I remember the producer saying, no, we're going to be going places in the world, there's no hotels. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And then we and then we get there, and there the literally wasn't. And uh, we were in one place, I think it was in Borneo. I said, where's the toilet? And this bloke just pointed to the jungle. 
And I walked into the jungle and there was a hole dug out in the ground. And I remember squatting over that hole in the ground. I, I had my hands on my cheeks because there's no toilet roll. So I had to pull my cheeks apart as wide as I could. <laughs> Did my business. But I tell you something now, yeah. it worked. What as in? Now, now if, there's any, if there's any spendthrifts out there who were giving it, I'm not, I'm not wasting money on fancy toilet roll. Just try the pulling the cheeks apart method because I didn't have to wipe. Paddy, I think you've just blown the Cashel gig with that anecdote, I'm afraid, fella. <laughs> we started with you eating a curry and uh, we end with uh, quite some story. <laughs> Paddy, we are well looking forward to Sunday night. Uh, BBC One as well with, uh, with you and Freddie and Chris. Uh, thank you so much for uh, putting some time aside for us whilst having your sagaloo. A pleasure. An absolute pleasure. Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Uh, a listener has just sent me a tweet. Uh, hi to Sam Beckley, who says, Bush, this has just arrived from Amazon. Get in touch with them for your commission, mate. And it's a nose nasal hair waxing kit. Now, on that, I wanted to find out how you are 24 hours on from that. I still feel like I can breathe better. If you remember on yesterday's show, you can hear it on the podcast, I had my uh, nostrils waxed mm. in the hairdressers yesterday. Uh, although I feel now I do have what I would describe as very tender nostrils. <laughs> I never thought I'd have tender nostrils, but I've definitely got them today i put it to you that i think over the next couple of days you're gonna have some real big ones brewing up there i think they might think i think you might be <laughs> yeah. right watch this massive space absolute radio they asked for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the hometown podcast with bush and richie what's that this is a side that our producer brought for the experiment uh, that was the spam earlier on in the podcast. And it was a side that we never opened because it looks so rank. What is your problem? You... Oh, just tell everyone what it is. British potato, carrot and swede mash. You turned your nose up at this earlier on. I was going to ask you, right, you're sitting in front of a normal, traditional Christmas lunch. Mm -hmm. I'm imagining you are the kind of person that's taken a few bits out of there. What are you not having? Uh, I'm not having your Brussels sprouts. Oh, my... Yeah? Um... Do you know what? I'm going to be fair to myself. Actually, no, I'm not having uh, sage and onion stuffing. Uh, that's, an, that's amazing. Um, Imagine this, folks, as a little dish building up with all these things he's taken off his meal. This is unfair, all right? It's, it's, we're it's we're, just we're the fast truth. forwarding to 25th of December here, but what am I having? I am having turkey. Focus on the positives. I am having cranberry. You having gravy on there? I am having gravy. Okay. I am having a lot of pigs in blankets. Are you having carrots? I am having carrots, Are not have too many. Sweet. No. <laughs> uh, I'm having a lot of meat and stodge. <laughs> well, there you go. Now we know. OK, guys, you ready for this? One, two, three, four. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Let me hear you say. Bush and Richie's podcast it is now over uh, 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 uh,